You are listening to the God in All Things podcast. With the amount I talk about feelings and the importance of using your heart or paying attention to your gut, I tend not to think about the bodily language we use to describe feelings. But feelings are just that, physical feelings occurring somewhere in our bodies. When I was doing clinical pastoral education, my supervisor often asked me if I expressed a feeling to point out on my body where the feeling was. Let's explore two such places, the heart and the gut. First, the heart. When discussing feelings or the depth of a person, we say things like, do it with all your heart or speak from the heart. The word heart is related to the Latin word core. The heart is the center, the core. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Oftentimes, the heart and the soul are interchangeable. When I look into my heart or see into yours, I am looking into the depths of the soul. This is no surprise given that blood is life-giving and the heart is what sends it throughout the body. Many religious traditions see blood in special ways. In the Jewish tradition, blood is seen as the substance that contains the life of an animal, which is why Jews cannot consume animal blood. In the Catholic Christian tradition, it is believed that the wine at Mass becomes the blood of Jesus Christ. The sacred heart of Jesus is a popular devotion, as Christians see the physical heart of Jesus as a sacred life-giving center from which his love comes. Among some German tribes, blood was used in ritual and sprinkled on objects. The old English word for the sprinkling, blodzien, was adopted by the Catholic Church and became bless or blessing. So, the heart is the life center of us. We see it as the source of our love. I love you with all my heart. We even say, I heart you. When we feel emotions, it can sometimes feel like it comes from the heart. The heart is seen as our true selves. He's kind at heart, we might say. We pour our hearts out when we allow that inner true self to be revealed. We do something with all our heart when we do it fully, with our whole selves, intentionally. When we take something to heart, we take it very seriously. One could imagine storing it in, the, in our inner depths, into our core. What about your heart of hearts? That's like speaking about the soul of your soul, deep, deep within. Now, the gut. It literally means your intestines, bowels, entrails. When one asks you what your gut says, they're asking you for your instinctive reaction. This is quite different from the heart, which seems more discerning and less bodily. The gut is the raw innards. There's no holding back the truth that comes from the gut, almost as if we're not in control of what it has to say. The reasoning mind doesn't get in the way, and the discerning heart doesn't either. St. Ignatius might tell you to pay attention to your gut feelings and those immediate reactions that come from there. It might reveal some truth that reasoning could never get you to. The ancients saw the bowel as the seat of human emotion. This is from edamonline.com. Quote, 
Greek poets from Aeschylus down regard the bowels as the seat of the more violent passions, such as anger and love, but by the Hebrews they were seen as the seat of tender affections, especially kindness, benevolence, and compassion. End quote. Some early English Bibles used the word bowels to mean pity or compassion. Later it was retranslated as heart. So the heart and gut have some relation. They're both internal organs associated with feelings and human depth. Feelings are physical. When we are moved by something, those physical feelings manifest in our organs such as our heart or gut. We really feel them. Those organs might actually experience some sort of physical movement. In a sense, we have a bowel movement. Well, that's probably what the ancients would say. God has given us not just the gift of our souls, but also our physical bodies to be used for God's glory. And we must be attuned to our body's feelings and what each organ represents if we want to pay attention to yet another way God communicates with us. After a loved one dies when our heart is in our throat, we recognize our love for them and the grieving that must be had. When my gut tenses up and tingles, I may be nervous and excited about a love interest. It's almost as if our heart and our gut have their own personalities. How often do you look down at your heart and gut and ask them what they have to say? It might be important. For more, visit GodInAllThings.com.